Be Wealthy and Smart, Episode 309. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about nine things you should be saving for, but probably aren't. And you're going to learn common things that it's a good idea for you to be saving for. But first, this episode is sponsored by Audible. It's the way I read more books and stay ahead of the curve. Audible is, of course, the easiest way to read books because all you have to do is just listen like you are right now. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And your first audiobook is free. Just visit audibletrial.com forward slash be wealthy and smart. That's audibletrial.com forward slash be wealthy and smart. Well, this article comes to us from USA Today, and it was written by Sarah Zapinski. And originally, the title of this article was six things you should be saving for but aren't. And I want to add three to this list. So here's how the article goes. It says, these expenses are common, so why not save for them? Saving money is a tall order for the average American. In fact, 69% have less than $1,000 in the bank, according to a 2016 Go Banking Rates survey. Whether you're on a tight budget or simply unskilled at personal finance, the time to change is now. Consider planning for these expenses to avoid unnecessary debt and worry. So here is the first thing to save for. Emergencies. We all hope that our job is secure and our roof will survive another winter, but life's emergencies don't cooperate with a master plan. Three in five people grappled with a major surprise expense in 2016, according to a bank rate survey, and only 41% were equipped to pay for them. If this sounds familiar, take comfort in knowing that you aren't the only one living on the edge of financial risk. The average American household has around $5,700 in credit card debt, according to a 2016 analysis by Value Penguin. Relying on credit to make ends meet isn't a sustainable strategy, and thanks to outrageous variable interest, that $5,700 balance can easily double if you make only minimum payments. Avoid the expensive mess by funneling a portion of your cash into savings before you need it. For example, if your monthly budget allows for $500 in fund money, cut $100, like for a single date night, and redirect it to your savings account. You might even consider opening a money market account, which is still highly liquid and generally provides better returns than a traditional savings account. The second thing is a home loan. We all need shelter and security, but when it comes to buying a home, few people plan far enough in advance. According to a 2016 National Association of Realtors survey, the overall average down payment on a mortgage was 11% and 8% for buyers under age 35. A small upfront investment comes with inevitable downsides, including a higher monthly payment, private mortgage insurance, PMI, if your equity is less than 20%, 
and more money paid in interest over time. The table below illustrates the difference a larger down payment can make on a $300,000 mortgage loan. And it gives a little table here that shows you could put more down payment down from 8% or 11% to 20%, and it has an interest rate of 3.85%. It shows you what your PMI might be, your monthly payment, and your total paid amount. Of course, if you put a 20% down payment down, you don't need to pay private mortgage insurance. That's only if you put down less than 20%. So this table is in the article, and I will leave that in the show notes, a link there, and also on my website. The article goes on to say, as you can see, the short and long-term losses add up quickly. Supercharge your saving efforts by trimming even more cash from your fun money budget and putting it into a separate savings account. If you already own a home, consider renting out a room through a site like Airbnb to save even more cash. And finally, think about your space needs and downsize as much as possible. Choosing a more affordable home makes saving for a down payment that much easier. The third thing to save for is child care. It says you might view child care as just another monthly expense, but there are a couple of ways to reduce the cost. If your employer offers a flexible spending account, or FSA, that includes dependent care, set aside as much as possible to take advantage of the tax breaks. For example, suppose you pay $800 a month or $9,600 a year in daycare expenses, $5,000 of which can be saved through your FSA. By avoiding income, Social Security, and Medicare taxes, you'll save $1,400 a year. Even if you don't have access to an FSA, you'll still qualify for a federal tax credit for child-related expenses. Based on your income level, you can deduct 20% to 35% from up to $3,000 in expenses for one child and up to $6,000 for two or more. Parents using an FSA may also use this credit for any expenses not covered by their employer. Get ahead of the game by learning which options are available to you. The result will lessen the tension on your monthly budget and make it easier to build up tax-free funds over time. Number four, health insurance deductibles. What are you doing about those out-of-pocket medical expenses? If you're like most people, that average annual cost of $1,478 is too expensive to pay in a lump sum. Often, the easiest way to save on health-related expenses is to communicate your needs. The first step is to contact your health care provider and explain your financial situation. Many medical practices offer interest-free payment plans to their patients, which means you won't need to dip into emergency savings. It's also a good idea to take advantage of your company health savings account, HSA, benefits. As we learned from the child care example, tax-free spending can pay off big. The next one is vet bills. An estimated 85 million families own pets, but only 1.6 million of those pets are covered by insurance, and the costs without it are steep. The average vet bill for a dog runs $257 for routine visits and $474 for surgical, and cat bills total $182 and $245 for the same services, respectively. Even if pet insurance isn't for you, it's worth it to set aside enough cash to anticipate these expenses. In addition to saving, talk to your vet about practice-specific plans that could help you budget more effectively. They may provide a flat rate for annual care and medications that you can pay in monthly installments. Number six is, of course, retirement, although I think I would have put this number one. It goes on to say, it's no secret that Americans aren't saving enough for retirement, and many of those who do have trouble sticking to a plan. 
A 2015 National Bureau of Economic Research working paper revealed that 40 cents of every dollar contributed to a defined benefit plan is lost due to early withdrawal. Dipping into your retirement fund usually means paying income taxes and hefty fees. If you need cash now, join the 44 million people working at a side gig to supplement their incomes. Use the extra money to overhaul your monthly budget and to avoid touching your retirement accounts. Once you're feeling more secure, use your earnings to step up your savings and plan for the future. There's no doubt that life is expensive, but a little planning can eliminate the sting of debt, fees, interest, and a life without savings. The bottom line? It's up to you to prioritize financial health. Practice some self-awareness and take advantage of savings as they come. Well, that's the end of the article, but I want to add three more things to this because I think that there are three really obvious (laughs) expenses and pretty major expenses that weren't listed in this article. So I'm going to continue on with my own three additional things for you to save for. So number seven would be saving for your children's education. If you plan to have children, you should start saving for college the day that they're born. That makes it so much easier because you have 18 years to compound the money. And it's so much easier than trying to come up with it in a lump sum or in four years when they go to college. And you can plan for the money and save the money on a monthly basis. I would plan for approximately $240,000 per child. And that would, for some colleges, maybe not be enough. And for others, it would be too much. But I think with inflation, I think it's a fairly good number to strive for. That would be about $13,333 per year or about $1,111 per month. If that's too much, then start with whatever you can afford. If that's $200 a month, then start with that. And as you get raises, you can increase the amount that you are saving per month. But by starting to save for your children's education when they're born, the burden will be so much lighter than trying to pay for it when they're actually going to college and not having any savings to fall back on. So I definitely think starting the savings account for college when kids are born is a must-do. Number eight is saving for a wedding. If you have children, especially a daughter, then you may be footing the entire bill of the wedding, which could be more than $50,000. Saving $200 a month or $2,400 per year for 21 years, if they got married at 21, you'd have your $50,000. If they get married later, you have time to save some more. That would be great. You may get away with just covering the groom's side if you're children are boys, that would include things like the rehearsal dinner, maybe a tuxedo, and also you and your spouse's outfits for the wedding. But it's likely going to cost a little bit more than that. And any extra money that you have that you don't have to spend for a wedding, you can certainly redirect to your retirement account. And finally, the last thing is I would recommend saving for vacation. Why not plan to save for your vacation rather than not saving for your vacation and putting it on credit cards, going into debt, and then having to pay high interest on it? A vacation savings account makes a lot more sense to me even than a veterinarian account, I have to say that. So save for your vacations, put aside the money ahead of time, get them all paid for so when you go you can relax and have a great time and you don't have to worry about how the heck you're going to pay for all this when you get back. Again, I will post a link 
link to the original article and uh, put that in the show notes and also put that link on my website. Have you heard I'm having a summer giveaway? Through the end of September, you could win six awesome prizes. Five of the Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audio course, where you learn how millionaires think the right thoughts for wealth before it happens. They're each worth $197. Or one of my wealth journals, where you learn the six steps to wealth and have a wealth mini course. That's valued at $67. All you need to do is leave a review on iTunes if you have an iPhone, or on Stitcher Radio if you have an Android, like my Facebook fan page, not my personal page, but my fan page at facebook.com forward slash Linda P. Jones fan page and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Linda P. Jones. Then send me an email at lpjhome at gmail.com and let me know you did it. All names will be entered into a hat and a drawing will be done in early October for winners. If you haven't yet hit the subscribe button, what are you waiting for? Hit subscribe and that will make sure that you're getting all new podcasts as soon as they're uploaded. And if you're looking to get to financial freedom faster, get my 11 quick financial tips to boost your wealth. There are 11 quick things anyone can do to achieve financial freedom a little bit sooner. That's at lindapjones.com. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.